Well, we didn't get a chance to catch up with her last night, but she is with us now. The one and only Alex Selios on thebigsmoke.com.au. Alex, the big issues in the world don't wait for anybody, do they? Well, they'll wait for me. <laughs> of course. Well, good to have you back on the program this evening. Now, I'm not one to buy into this identity politics rubbish that goes on at the moment, but there's a suggestion that older people should have the right to legally change their age. Are we just fighting physics here? It's a, it's a funny one because it is. It's the argument that if I can change my hair and I can change my face and I can change my gender, why shouldn't I be able to change my age? And it's an interesting argument because um, we are living in an age where people feel more than ever the ability to change what they don't like about not only themselves but their lives. And um, so this actually was uh, raised as an issue by a Dutch man who took uh, who went to court and actually asked the courts to change his age legally from 69 years of age to 49 years of age. Now, you would think, what analysis has he done to believe that this is a legitimate argument that would require legal advice mm. and then going to the courts? But actually, his reasoning was he wanted to put a younger age on Tinder. Right. Now, my thoughts around that was, you know, have you never heard of people lying on dating apps? <laughs> yes. It's probably less expensive than going to court. But... He went to court, and the courts obviously said, no, we're not allowing this. But the argument was interesting. One of the um, uh, experts who came out to talk about this, this theory around should we be able to pick our own chronological age um, used an example of a bottle of whiskey. Now, the example was that age doesn't always refer to the time that something has existed. So, for example, uh, whiskey doesn't age in a, in a bottle. No. So, while the whiskey has existed chronologically for 31 years, for example, we would still say a whiskey is 21 years old because the age only refers to the time between when it was distilled and then bottled. Yeah. See, the, I have a difficulty with that, though. I mean, you know, when you talk about changing your hair, well, you can physically actually do that. Uh, changing your face, yes, plastic surgery allows that now. Now, I, I would question whether you can actually change your gender, but there is obviously surgery a gender reassignment surgery that can be done. When it comes to age, we're talking about actuality and timelines. I mean, yes. a person was actually born when they were born. And, and the interesting thing about this is, where is the limit? So if, for example, you wanted to shave off 10, 10 15 years, maybe if you, you know, looked after yourself, you could get away with that. But if you were 75 years old and you suddenly decided legally you want to change your age to be 19, the world would be in disarray. So I don't see this ever becoming something unless I, – I just can't see this being advocated enough to be taken seriously. Mm. However, we are in an age where things are crazy and happening every day. Yeah. Um, but it's an interesting argument and, and, um, and one that a lot who, who actually face um, age discrimination would probably think isn't such a bad idea. Yeah, frightening. Alex, I hate Vegemite. Now, call me un-Australian, but I don't like Vegemite. Hell, but the, yeah. the British version of it, Marmite, yeah. wants to be able to hypnotise people so that they do like it. So this is, uh, this is an interesting uh, advertising campaign. So the business person in me quite likes this. I, um, I find it fascinating that Marmite would actually go with an advertising campaign directly targeting their haters. And the idea behind the campaign is you hate Marmite, we can change your taste perceptions based on hypnotism. And, um, and basically the idea is to sign up and they'll hypnotize you and try to cha change your mind. Um, I, I just find that to be a very clever advertising campaign, actually. But if you were going to be hypnotized, 
wouldn't you be doing it for something that's really fantastic? Like, for example, you suddenly want to wake up every day at 5 a.m. and work out for two hours rather than wasting it yeah. on liking a, a yeasty spread? Yeah. I, well, it, it kind of plays on. I know that there are certain weight loss hypno, hypnosis yeah. uh, where they, they basically hypnotize you to hate certain foods so that you don't eat bad stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, it is an interesting marketing campaign. I can't see it catching on. Um, Zipporah Malka, who, who, as you know, was once Kate Fisher, yeah. um, she recently came out this week to showcase her 50-kilogram weight loss. And uh, and one of the things she credited on, on uh, the news was being hypnotized. So she's mm. saying that she was only able to do it through that. So, so it's interesting. I don't think – I mean, the, the evidence in terms of scientific research is a bit ambiguous, but um, but it's an interesting – thing to do as a company to get traction in an advertising campaign that's unique. Yeah, it certainly is a fascinating campaign. Now, something that uh, disturbs me a little bit is I'm uh, constantly looking for somebody to charge my phone. Uh, Charging in public ports can be uh, the new uh, scam point or the entry point for a new scam. Yeah, so so this is quite concerning. Um, It's basically a, um, uh, a, it's not a scam, but it's it's I guess an exploit for iPhones. Um, when you go into a, an airport or anywhere where you'd access a public charging station, um, there is an exploit called Checkmate 8 with a numeral 8. And basically what it does is it uh, renders an iPhone or an iPad to have their startup function attacked and then jailbroken. And basically the device then becomes read-only and hackers can install malware. So wow. the, the problem with it at the moment is that it's not able to be patched because when it happens, the device is in read only. So, so that's the problem. So normally when this happens, um, you know, Apple come out with a very quick update to patch it. They haven't been able to do that yet. So it's important to be mindful. The way you can protect yourself, according to Lifehacker, is that you actually go and use a power bank or a laptop um, and then charge your phone with that. But then another scam that was recently announced by Kaspersky Lab was around voicemail as bait. And it's basically an email that comes from Microsoft. And, uh, and and the problem is it comes to your email address. It looks legitimate, and it says that uh, you've got a voicemail waiting for you. And it, it prints some of the text from the voicemail. It might say, "Just checking to remind you in regards to our dot dot dot," and then it says, "Listen to the message." The person clicks on that link. It takes you to a Microsoft-looking uh, website and asks you to put your Outlook details in or your Skype details, who, who are owned by Microsoft, hmm. and then cyber criminals are then able to access your details. Um, you know, it's, it's a massive issue. And so the, the, uh, the advice is always to keep up to date with a robust security solution with high quality anti-phishing technologies, and to also be mindful of the email addresses that you are receiving emails from. Because even if it says Microsoft, if you actually look at the URL of the email address, it often has a little bit of an iteration of of the actual URL, and it's not from the legitimate source. Yeah, it's a t- it's a veritable minefield, isn't it? Being online these days and having mobile devices. Um, now you mentioned Life Hacker, so uh, let's kind of segue onto that. Life Hack videos on social media. Tell me about these. So these are where you'll see a um, a fast video with a bit of jumpy music behind it, and they show you to do some show you how to do something really cool. Yeah. So it could be you know um, how to use Coca Cola to um, clean grease off something, or yeah. it could be how to um, repair 
a table with noodles, which is a video that was going viral. Um, but then it goes into to the crazy and the ridiculous. And, and unfortunately, the public are watching these videos and thinking they're legitimate when actually they, they might not work at all and they could be downright dangerous. So, for example, there was recently a video that was going around where the person in the video was a microwaving graphite from a pencil lead and then rummaging through its ashes to uncover a small diamond. So then yeah. people, you know, they, they shared this and it was viewed more than 20 million times and the response from the public was, well, hang on, my microwave exploded or don't try this at home, my finger is burnt. And, um, and the problem is a lot of these videos, because of the ability for them to go viral, unfortunately the source doesn't really care that much whether or not you, you try it and whether or not you're, you're not a food scientist or a chemist or somebody who has basic common sense. Um, and it can be quite dangerous. Yeah, I, I often look at the, there's a lot of recipes that pop up like that and um, I yeah. can never find them again when I think about, oh, I should have a go at that and I can never find them again, so I never do it. But yeah, always good advice. Alex, always wonderful to speak to you. We'll catch up again next week. Thank you so much. Alex Elios from thebigsmoke.com.au back with us next week on Australia by Night.